and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is a breath of fresh air. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving personalization options and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. Also, if you haven't got a chance, go join our Discord. The link is in the top of the description of this podcast. Uh, we do a lot of behind-the-scenes, cool photos, get surveys, get people's responses. It's just a good community to be a part of. Go join our Discord, and uh, we'd love to talk to you there. For those of you who've been watching our Discord, you have watched over the last couple of days as we have done our HVAC overhaul for the engraving room. Now, <clears throat> this has been a long time coming. This has taken probably... Really, actually, last Christmas was when this became an issue that we were really aware of. Now, part of it was we realized that it wasn't so much that the room wasn't able to be properly filtered or we weren't able to capture the particulates and vent them. That really wasn't the problem. The problem was that to do that, we had to keep the window open. And the reason why we had to keep the window open is because, for those of you who understand fluid dynamics, for every molecule of air you have pump out of the room, you have to pump another molecule of air into the room, right? There's got to be a balance. So the problem was that because our system was very powerful at pumping things out of the room, but we didn't have really a lot of ways to get fresh air into the room. Not only that, but if you think about it, the window, the building itself is, is, is a type of pressure vessel, right? So unless we had a, op, an open window somewhere in the building and it had to be relatively close, there was no way for new air to come into the building, right? So... We had to keep the window open. Now, for the summer, and for most of the time that we've been doing for the last six or eight months, it's not been really a big issue because the weather's been relatively pleasant, and so that hasn't been a problem. But during the wintertime, it was a big problem because it's like negative 40 degrees in Wisconsin from time to time, and the window being open is quite dangerous. So we knew this year we were going to have to do an overhaul of the HVAC room. And it's always been one of those things where we've been working on getting opinions. I've talked to three or four different HVAC contractors. I brought in some fluid dynamic people trying to figure out exactly how to best set this up so that we can avoid this problem in the future. But then more importantly, we can set it up in such a way that it will always work properly in the future. And it can be expanded on and all of the other good stuff. So the, we, we finally got all of the pieces in place. We got everything kind of figured out and it was, you know, we got all of the blueprints. We figured out what was going to happen and where was things were going to go. And the plan was pretty simple. Because of the building that we're renting, the walls, all of the walls and the ceiling are all masonry. And by that, I mean the ceiling is spancrete concrete and all of the walls have brick between them. Now they've got drywall over the top of that, but they have brick. So Conning holes in the wall or the ceiling was basically a non-starter from the beginning, which means that we only had to go through the only holes that were existing in the room, which is the windows. Now, because of the fact that we obviously can't, we, we carefully removed the glass, we had to obviously put something in there. So we put double-layered wood paneling with some insulation, some other things like that, and then we had cut the holes in the window panels for the intake and the exhaust. Now, the advantage of what we do with our filtration system is that the air that's being filtered through our filters, by the time it leaves the workshop is very clean. It's actually gone through, we, we put it through a MERV 16 filter, which is used in smoking lounges, then a HEPA filter, and then there's a carbon filter at the end. So there's multiple layers of filtration, which some would argue maybe we can just leave it so that it would cycle in the room and circulate in the room. And that was an idea we talked about, but more the issue is that it creates kind of a wind tunnel effect, which isn't great. So we wanted the intake and exhaust. 
we got started and I thought to myself, okay, this is the perfect time to do it. It's a relatively slow season for us. It's quiet. The baby isn't here yet. Um, so that was a good thing. By the way, if the, the podcast drops off suddenly, it's because I'm going on paternity leave. I have a daughter that's going to be born soon. Um, but either way, we said, okay, this will be the perfect time to do it. So we got all caught up last week, Thursday. We had everything all caught up by the end of day, Thursday. Going into Friday, we said we're going to shut down the workshop Friday. We shut down the workshop. All of Friday, we worked on putting it together. We took down the room. We cleaned the room. For those of you following our Discord, you could watch us. We posted some videos there, some photos and things like that. There will be more to come, by the way, on those behind the scenes. And then we started to install things. By the end of the day, it became very apparent that we were not going to have that room operational. So I came in by myself on Saturday for about 10 hours and on Sunday for about six hours and rebuilt the rest of the room as much as I could. Even that wasn't done. The good news, though, is by the time I finished on Sunday evening, one machine was ready to be used, which meant that Monday morning we could get some of the operation back into effect. By the end of the morning on Monday, we were able to get the second of, two, of, the two, of the five machines operational. So there were two machines now operational, and that's how we ended the day, basically, on that day. We did get most of the HVAC tubing installed, but it wasn't set up so that we could use the machines. Tuesday, by the end of the morning, basically by noon, we'd had most of the engravers fully functioning and operational for all five machines. Now, the room during Christmas will actually have seven machines, and currently there is a sixth machine there that's not operational. We need to repair it. There's some time that needs to be put into that. But we set up the room so that we can hook up that sixth engraver, and I still need to run the tubing for that sixth engraver, and then I need to run the tubing all the way to the back of the room for what will be the seventh engraver that's showing up in October. So there's still work to be done, and it's been great to build out this process and to see this come through, and it, the system looks like something out of nightmare, it's nightmare fuel, I will tell you that, it looks terrifying. I will send a photo in the Discord, I'll post photos in the Discord when we get it all said and done, but the renovation, technically, from a, from a is it succeeding at its goal of moving the air properly, is working spectacularly, it's working very, very well. And this has been an ongoing process of us saying, well, we think this is how it's going to go. And then once we actually get into the process of making it, it wasn't even remotely how it went. So there's been a lot of on the fly redesign of this process. And, and all in all, I think it's going to turn out to be quite a good setup for us long term. It's going to solve a couple of really critical issues. Mainly, we won't have to keep the window open. One of the things that we had to do in the process, though, is I had to cut holes in our engravers. Because the thing is this, our engravers have holes out the back six-inch diameter holes with fans. Now, for those of you who are in the HVAC world, a six-inch diameter tube can maybe optimistically, under the best of conditions, maybe move 100 cubic feet per minute. More realistically, 75 is pretty much what's kind of expected. Now, the problem is because we're sending that air through filters, that slows it down even further. Now, the way that the engravers work normally is they're porous. They actually have cracks in them where the idea is that it'll suck air in through those cracks. I don't think that's a particularly good or reliable design. So what I decided to do is I took and cut holes in the side of the machine, six-inch diameter holes. So now there is a six-inch hole in and a six-inch hole out. That six-inch hole in has access through a tube directly to the outside. And that six-inch that six exa exhaust goes to the filter and then goes directly out, which means that each machine is individually filtered and individually piped. Now, there's a lot of advantage to this. A, it means we can turn on just one machine with just its, fil its filtration system, right? So we don't have to have the whole room on if we need to engrave. Second off, it means that if something breaks, it's that one machine that's broken. 
allows us to change the filters on one machine at a time, just when they need to be changed, rather than having to do the whole thing on a cycle. It allows for us to not have to worry so much about um, back pressure on if multiple engravers are all hooked up with multiple filters are hooked up to the same trunk, you have to worry about back pressure. So there's other elements of this, but this straight pipe design, I think is a very good design and it's working very well for us for our intended purposes, but it means we had to cut holes in the machines. And so there was a lot of fabrication involved in this process. And I think all in all, the good news in all of this is that the engraving room was by far our biggest bottleneck last year. Shipping was a close second. And we learned a lot from last year. And part of the reason why the engraving room was a bottleneck, not only was because of the engravers and there was, other, there was a lot of elements, but one of those elements was the fact that we had to keep the room window open, which meant the room had to be freezing, was freezing. I mean, people couldn't stay in there for very long without having to come out, warm up, and go back in, right? So there was elements of that. So with this new changeover, this new shift to this new system, yes, cold air will be coming into the room, but not really into the room. It's going to be coming through the tubes, the intake tubes, into the machines, and the machines have a lid that closes. So when the engraving's running, when everything's running, the machine's lid is closed, so the air will come in through the intake and out through the exhaust, and there, it shouldn't, the outside air shouldn't come into the room very much. Now, obviously that's not true. Obviously air flows through cracks, and there will be some air that will get out, right? And the other issue that we're working on figuring out how to do now is to insulate the pipes, because the problem is that as the cold air rushes through that pipe, it is going to pull a ton of heat out of the room, and we're working on that. But the good news is we don't have to solve that today, and that can be solved later. And the other point is that we can use auxiliary heating specifically in that room if the temperature difference that needs to be maintained is marginal, right? So if, if we just had the window open this time around, that's pretty difficult to heat. It's difficult to heat that room. But in light of the fact that in this situation, we're only going to be maintaining the heat in the room and, you know, topping off the heat, as it were, um, for the heat that's lost a little bit through that transition through those tubes. I think we're going to have a lot better chance of keeping that room at a very good, modest, comfortable temperature while the HVAC system continues to suck in cold air from the outside and blow out the exhaust, which I think all in all will lead for a much more pleasant experience. Not only are we getting the HVAC system overhauled, which was a big part of this, we're also adding engravers, like I mentioned. So last year we had five. This year we're going to have the equivalent of seven. Or actually, though, we're going to have the equivalent of eight because we have one of the machines. So the sixth machine, machine in the slot six, is the same type as the other five machines. But a machine seven that we're getting in October is actually able to go twice as fast as the other machines. So it's, the, it's able to do the equivalent of the engraving of two machines. So functionally, by the end of this, you know, by the time that's by Christmas rolls around, we should have the equivalent of eight machines rather than five. We're also renovating how people are operating in the room so that we can have three or four laser people in the rooms at a time, keeping the lasers running at full bore, which will help a lot. And there's a lot of other elements that we're working on making that room better. We've also overhauled shipping completely and entirely to allow three or four people to work. And that's been what's part of our blitz method that I talked about in a previous podcast. All in all, this HVAC overhaul is a big deal. It's been a big win. It's been something that's been a long time coming. I'm very excited about having it done. It's not quite done. It's close. And I'm very excited to get the operations back up and running and having us get back caught up. Because to be honest, being having the engraving room down for the equivalent functionally of three days, four days, has been difficult. It's put us behind and we've been really trying to kind of keep up and that's difficult. But all in all, it's been good. And I think that this overhaul is going to be a really big part of making sure that the room is pleasant and the whole system functions optimally and perfectly and allows for us to continue to 
uh, innovate on our, our current processes. So very excited about it. If you want to go see what it looks like in the process, you want to go see what it looked like before and after and all the other stuff, go show in our Discord. The link is in the top of the description. We post photos there. A lot of exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff that happens there. And I also get a lot of people's feedback on ideas. So check that out. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Tuesday for that next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified whenever we launch a new podcast. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather journal, binder, folio, or accessory, anything else we sell, please do feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at merdycreative.co. You can also contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. Another note, please do feel free to send us a message on our Discord. We have a great community there, and so there are times when people will send questions in the Discord, and before we even get a chance to answer, one of the community members who does know the answer will respond. So it's a great way to get answers quickly, too, that way. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please do feel free to give us a call at 414-434-9001. We're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. You can also text us at that number as well, 414-434-9001. If for whatever reason you don't get a hold of us either during business hours or after hours, please do feel free to leave us a voicemail. We do listen to them. We do respond to them. If for whatever reason um, you are going to leave us a voicemail about an order specifically, please do include the order number if you can. Um, that number should start with an S and be followed by a series of digits that just helps us identify who we're talking to and what we're talking about. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow. Both a review on the uh, podcast and whatever app you're listening on, as well as a review on the product itself. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews to read all of our amazing reviews. And there's a quick button there that says leave a good review. Once you click on that button, it's going to take you to google.com. You can sign in and then you can leave us a review. That helps us immensely, especially now that we're transitioning to Google with our SEO optimization and all of the efforts that are going into that. Being able to have those specific reviews, it's really critical. And, and Google does use those when they're doing keyword optimization for our website. If you want to go read a lot more reviews, there's a lot more reviews on facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. So you can read all, all of our reviews there as well. If for whatever reason you leave us a bad review, there's another button that's to get directly in contact with us. Please, 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 before you leave us a bad review, give us an opportunity to make things right. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company and with the product, and we will do anything in our power to make things right. So please, before you leave us a bad review, give us an opportunity to do so. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends and family about the company. If you want to get a little something for doing that, be sure to log in at the top of our website with a little person icon. Once you make a profile and you log in, in the bottom left-hand corner, there is the rewards tab. If you click on that little rewards tab, it'll open up a window pane. You get 10% back on any purchase you make as in-store credit that you can spend on anything else in our store whenever you make a purchase. But also, there's a shareable link in the bottom there. Once you share that link with your family and friends, they get $10 off their first purchase, and you get $10 of in-store credit when they make that purchase. So it's a great way to help the company and helps you and everything else like that. If you're looking for additional podcast topics that you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always looking to talk about different things, and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. So please, if you got a question about a podcast, you want to know something about something else, ask. I'll be happy to help. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, accessories, anything else we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, we do have bulk discounts available. They are built directly into the cart, so all you need to do is mix and match to your heart's desire. It's just based off the total cart quantity, so you can add anything and everything to your cart. And once you hit checkout, it'll automatically detect that cart quantity and apply the appropriate discount for that quantity. It's a great way to help the company. It's a great way to get your things that you're looking for. You can bulk shop for Christmas. You can get your company stuff. It's a great way to do that. If for whatever reason you're looking for a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally about $15. And that is pre-bulk discount. So if you're going to get 20 custom, custom engraved uh, journals with your company's logo on them, 
that $15 actually goes down quite a bit because it's subject to the same bulk discount as the other 20 journals. So to do that, all you need to go is to most, most, I should say, of the website pages have an add custom logo button. When you click on that button, it's going to take you to the custom product. And when you launch that, you, there's a button that'll launch the customizer. Once that customizer pops up, you can add your logos, you can import them, you can resize them, rotate them, reposition them, you can add text, all sorts of great things there, and then you hit add to cart. Once you hit that add to cart, it'll put it in your cart, and you can change the quantity there to the desired quantity, and then you can check out and purchase that. One thing to note, if you do not see that add custom logo button, please do send us an email that says custom order in the, in the low, heads up or, or something with a logo. Um, we'll be happy to make you a custom mock-up as well as an order link to use for that specific purchase, uh, and it's a great way, and we're happy to help you with that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.